What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the No BS Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jordan Pierce, and today I have a very, very special guest, Mr. T Nasty. What's going on, bro? What's happening, bro? How you? I'm good. How you? Same old man. Can't complain. I feel it. I feel it. Let's get right into it. So, tell the people about yourself, about what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, your goals as far as the music thing. Well, um, I would say I'm like a quadruple threat. I DJ, I make beats, I rap, and I engineer my music. Mainly, I DJ and make beats, so I'm not really going to claim the engineering and the rapping at the moment because it's not something that's heavy with me right now. What you capable is what you say. Yeah, if I wanted to get back into it, I could do both. Okay. Take me back. What got you started in music? Well, I come from a, a bloodline of DJs at the end of the day. My dad is a DJ, DJ T-Bone, shout out to him, one of South Jersey's finest. And a lot of people don't know, but his dad was a DJ as well. Oh, snap, I never knew that. Yeah. For real? Yeah. That's dope, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. never knew that. What was his name? You don't know? Uh, yeah, I ain't never even asked all of them. Yo, that's crazy. That. I never knew that. Okay, keep going. I don't know if he was a crazy big DJ. I mean, but he did it. That was his crap. Yeah. That's what's up. I mean, well, you understand that the years and the times and stuff, like, the hip-hop scene and all that was, like, it was new. So, okay. sure, when he started DJing, he wasn't no super popular. He probably was just experimenting around. Because, you know, hip-hop really started, I think, the early 80s, maybe late 70s. Something like that, something yeah. Like something that. like yeah. that. So, that was a time where um, the music they was DJing was like <laughs> bubblegum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different, a different time. That's what's up. Yeah, I never knew that. Okay, so your grandpa was a DJ, your dad's a DJ. So, it's kind of like something that gets passed down. When did you feel like, yo, I can go DJ a function by myself? Or like, what age? I would say like 12 or 13, for real, 12 or 13. Well, me and you know each other a little personally. Yeah. In the garage at the house, if you peep some of the things that I wrote for my dad, he got them on wall things like two or three things on there. Mm -hmm. But one of them was like, when I grow up, I want to be a DJ like my dad. And those were like first grade papers that I did. So like, this wasn't just no coinky dink like you said it was passed on, but it wasn't really passed on. I had an option. It just I was surrounded so much that I enjoyed it, and that was something that I was going to get into, and that's why I'm so musically inclined today, in my opinion, because I was so into it at a young age, or I was fascinated at, at a young age. What made you so fascinated though, about like music in general and like turntables? Honestly, that's a question I'm going to really think about it like that, but I think it was more or less like just peeping my dad doing little things. Just seeing him do little shit like, alright, when, when I was younger, I can't remember what age or whatever, but I just knew my bedtime was like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, and when it was time for me to go to bed, he was DJing because he made something called Club Fiesta, and like, he would start that music when I'm going to bed, that was cool to see, and um, he got volumes that he did, I think it's volume 1, like volume 9 or 10. And when he used to be doing those in the garage, those was cool to see. Okay. And I remember one time we was out there. I'm not sure if he was making one of them, but he let me touch a record, and I just felt mind blown once I touched the record. <laughs> I swear, I swear. That's what's up. That's the first love right there. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, I could, I could have battled. I only did a party at 12 or 13. I could have battled somebody in a real 
DJ battled and probably won or competed and did a good job. So you was that nice. Do you think you was that nice at 12? Yeah, I was just, I was skilled. I knew my art. I knew my craft. I wasn't just mixing songs and they sounded good. I was scratching and chopping and everything, man. I was back to back, everything. I was doing it all and I was nice and crispy with it at 12 and 13. <laughs> I ain't got a reason to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe. Yeah, I believe you. I believe yeah. you. So, you ever battled your pops? He don't want no smoke. Who? Pops but, don't want no smoke? But he don't want no smoke because he think he going to embarrass me. Same vibe, like gotcha. if it's on like a mellow hype, keep it on a mellow hype. Don't mix. 
mix no mellow hype with no sad song or something just because they got the same BPM, <laughs> or don't mix mix no mellow hype with whatever you want to say like a uh r&b song this ain't r&b time this like got travis you. scott got right here it ain't you. r&b time you know what i'm saying you. just because they got the same bpm Got you. Okay. That's my thing, and I, I see a lot of DJs doing that, and I can't stand it. But people fuck with it, so teach his own, man. But that's what that's what separate me from the rest. The the craft of DJing is kind of watered down. People don't really. It's like a lost art a little bit, man. People don't be wanting to really hear you scratch no more. People don't want to hear you go back to back. People get mad when you bring a song back more than two times. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a part of it. That's a part of the art, man. That stuff is cool to me. I why, love hearing that. Why do you think that's a lost art? Um, I'm not really sure. I remember watching, I think, a, a documentary on um, Tribe Called Quest. And Q-Tip was talking something about these DJs nowadays be having, like, Tourette's or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they be so quick to change a song. But that's how society works now. You know what I mean? Everybody can't listen to the same music for a long period of time. Like, you'll hear a new song this week, next week, is it's old. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's the reason why people get tired of back-to-back and stuff like that. The art of DJing, I don't know. Basically, you want to bring the art of DJing back, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I do. Some DJs do it, but they do it in a different way with them cue buttons. And it's cool, because I do them too, but you can't forget about scratching, man. I feel like if scratching get lost, it's going to be, I'm going to be upset, man. You can't lose the scratching, man. Shit is too dope. It's too dope for something like that to be lost. Telling you. you remember when people be like, he ain't a real DJ, just press button. Yeah, I heard yeah. that multiple times. <laughs> yeah, so now that I got this new controller and I understand these buttons and how easy it is for everybody to be a DJ in the sync button, that's why the scratching get lost. That's why some of that art went away, I can say that. Because technology. Technology, yeah. It's like a lazy way. You know what oh, I mean? DJ, okay. Yeah, like, if you ain't really good at matching the tempos and the BPMs and stuff, you can cheat because you got that sync button on. So basically technology kind of like cut that time frame that you have to practice and have? Would you say that? Yeah, well, people don't even practice scratching. Some people can full-blown... There's people that's popular DJs that be full-blown DJing and they can't scratch for nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's just... I don't know. It's like skipping a step. Scratching is basically a yes. fundamental that yep. every DJ should have in their arsenal. Yep. Even if you prefer to press these buttons, if somebody want to battle you right now, you should be ready, DJ ready to battle right now. If, if, if somebody wants you to scratch right now, you should be ready to pull out some scratch. Even if it sounds rusty because you don't do it, you should know how to do it. You should be able, to, do do it. It. Should be able to catch the beat. You should be able to catch a voice, a snare, or a drum and be able to scratch it and hold it and let it go on point. Got you. Okay. If you can't do that, I feel like it's just disrespectful to DJ. me, man. The way I, I feel about music is different. I talk your ear off, and then when it's, it's, when it's on the floor, I keep talking to it on the floor. <laughs> you really can't. You can't talk to me about music, man. I go crazy. I go crazy in every aspect. Like how I said, I dissect music all the way down. From a DJ standpoint, I evaluate every DJ DJ as if it was me DJing. Like, what is they doing? Is all they mixes tight? Is they scratches tight? Are they talking enough? Uh, uh, they doing like back to back a little bit, like they they blending their songs complement, like whatever. I'm just dissecting everything. 
And when it's beats, I'm listening to every single sound on the daggone song. And when they rapping, I'm dissecting what they saying, content, everything. And when it's the, the shit is engineered, it's like, is all the voices sounding good? Or is his voice too low? Is it too high? Is it too many voices? Is, is it like a jumbled up song? Or is way too much space like that's the type of shit i just do just because i look like I just do it okay i got you just what i do this is something i always want to know do djs do y'all go in with i'm gonna play these set you know what i mean joints like this is gonna be my mix tonight or does it like change and shift based off of like the crowd like how do you feed off of that energy sometimes i come in a layout and sometimes I feel like I know my music or I might know my crowd enough that I'm just I'm just going to really freestyle. Mm. You know what I mean? But it's like, I would just say this because there's probably every DJ in their head. Like, at the beginning of a party, you're probably not going to play all your, your top bangers till the party start to fill the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you might throw a couple joints in there, but you ain't going to give them all at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So you hit them with some old shit at first and you break your way into some new shit. Then, it, then you kind of play however you want to play from there. You know what I mean? It all depends on the crowd. Like, you might be rocking hip-hop for a little bit, and you got to see, like, see, only certain DJs do it to me. This is what I mean, like, complimenting songs. Like, you might got a song, right, that borderline sounds like it's hip-hop, but it almost sounds reggae, too. And you use that as, like, your transition song okay. to a reggae set. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Or into a Hispanic set for some reggae throne or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? But I I listen to music so heavy, I be knowing this shit. So when I know a song got a sample in it, mm-hmm. and they got a new song that just sound refreshed, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. 2018 or whatever, 2019... I will kind of mix those together because it's like, oh shit, that's the old version, this is yeah, the old version, okay. and that's my way I'll break into the new shit. Okay. I mean, I would use that song, but I mean, it's just certain little things, and then you just read the crowd. Fun fact from T Maxi, man. I hate playing Jersey Club. I hate playing it. You hate, hate playing Jersey hate Club? Playing yo, we are from New. Yo, where we from? Jersey. Okay, so how do you hate playing Jersey Club? Jersey like, Club, Baltimore I'm, Club. I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. like that's kind of like I got it. If one, I got it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how do you? How do you? Okay, yeah. Now I gotta. Why? Like, why do you hate playing Bro, Jersey Club? You know how we used to listen to that. Shit. Before, <laughs> it Jersey, before it was Jersey Club, we was listening to Baltimore Club. Yes, and we listened to it. Faithfully. We was listening to that shit like it was a regular ass song or a regular ass day. <laughs> Driving to school. <laughs> Just like <laughs> regular shit. We was really bored with shit like it was like the new album that just came out. Whole time is mad, up tempo, BPM at 132 and shit. Like, you probably don't even understand what I mean Yo, by that. What is a fast ass tempo? Going to, <laughs> yeah, going to school. This is yeah, like everybody goes to school. Fun. I feel you. I feel you. So that's, he is tired of it. I got tired of it. Okay. I got tired of okay. it. I fuck with it, but like, I would not play it unless somebody <laughs> asks me to play that shit. So you not mixing yeah, one you know, or two songs in that joke. That's not in my layout. <laughs> and you know, it, I know, and other DJs know, Baltimore Club and Jersey Club songs are short as hell. It's like two minutes. Yeah. So you think you want to play two, but you're going to end up playing like eight. <laughs> Like, I can't even tell you the new Jersey shit. 
right now. You just tired. I, I just, you. you know what I mean? I'm tired of it, but I got enough that'll hold me for eight songs. I got, I got a nice little arsenal. I just don't care. You know what I mean? This ain't my shit. I love New Orleans bounce. I'll play some of that. Got you. No, so you'll I mean, bump that. You'll yeah. put that in your layout, but not the jersey. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. I mean, hey, hey, it teaches on, like, I understand you tired of it. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but you got it, so that's cool. Like, you got it in your heart, so if, like, people want it or something like that, boom. All right, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so start DJing. When you started walking, it got nice at 13, <laughs> took a little break, started doing the rap thing for, let's say, a year. Senior year, that was 2012, for people who don't know. Yeah. So let's just say you, you was rapping 2012. So you're saying you ain't touched a, a turntable to 2018. Yeah. Why the hiatus? And were you doing anything in music during that hiatus? Why the hiatus? Because I was so down on myself, I just felt like I wasn't never going to get a chance to really DJ. I was never going to get a chance to rock the party. The only times I really got a chance to rock the party, one or two more times really, was um, our graduation and the year after uh-huh. party. And maybe one more party that got shut down because neighbors, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. But other than that, man, those, those was really my, my top joints at the time, but... You know, I'm gonna just say I was just discouraged, man. I feel you. So, and now, like, were you doing anything musically during that hiatus? I was, yeah, I was always doing music. I was rapping. If I wasn't rapping, I was making beats. If I was doing both, I might have been doing both at the same time. And of course, when I make my own music, I was usually engineering my songs and everything like that. So I was always doing something musically. It was never no point where I wasn't doing anything music. So when I stopped making songs, I was still making beats and I just kept making beats and that's what that was. And then I might pick up the mic one or two times, but I was I was mainly making beats through majority. So I would say I would say maybe from 2012 to 2015 or 16 I was rapping and somewhere in between I picked up my beats and I kept doing beats all the way up to now. I'm still doing beats now. And I picked up the tables somewhere up in there too in 2018. Take yourself back to 18 year old T Nasty. Mm-hmm. Knowing all that you know right now, all experiences in music, around music, whether it be just DJing, uh, rapping, anything, making beats, all that. What advice would you give 18 year old T Nasty? Yeah, I would say just, just keep going, don't stop. If you believe in it, just keep doing it. Don't worry about what nobody else say. You know what I mean? Don't look at it like it's a job. And network, man. Network, travel to these places, meet other DJs, meet other artists. Y'all exchange numbers or whatever, because somebody always knows somebody. You know what I mean? You might know somebody that they need to get to the next step, and you might not even know it, and vice versa. You know what I mean? And they just be out of just genuine, like, networking. They ain't like you using somebody, but at the end of the day, we always got to use somebody to get where we need to get to. You know, I, I want to say using like in a bad way. You know what I mean? But yeah, I would just say, man, just keep going, man. Don't ever stop, man. Even when you have your kid, don't stop. 
because it's going to pay off and you want it's going to show. It's going to show. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what I would tell myself. That's what's up. I dig that. Don't stop. Because he hear too much. Consistency is key. So that falls right along with that. Just be consistent. Yeah, consistent, persistent, man. That, that shit pay off, man. Yeah. It pays off. Your sword going to always be sharp. You ain't never got to resharpen your sword like I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll always be sharp. You ain't got to worry about knocking no cobwebs off. So when that day you might be DJing a party and somebody special might be in the room, and they hear how you got these songs complimenting each other and you talking on the mic and you sound like you shouldn't be doing no baby shower. You sound like you should be in the lounge and boom, there you that, go. that's how it there worked out go. for you. And you ain't got to sharpen your sword because it's already sharp. You know what I mean? You already got all your music. Just keep going. Just keep going because you never know. You never know at all. Even with rapping, you never know. Anything you doing, anything you doing, even if it ain't music, Keep going, man. You never know who you might run into or who might be watching you. For real. That's real life shit because a lot of shit be happening for people that you would least expect it to happen to. But they kept going. They kept going. You're right. They just kept going. Whether they just started six months ago or they've been doing it for eight years. I mean, it finally happened for them because they kept going. They believed in it. I feel you. That's what's up. All right, so... Where do you see yourself in the future with DJing? I wanted to go as many places as I can. Like, preferably, I would like to be a lounge DJ. A lounge DJ or a club DJ. But I would go on the road with an artist or something like that. I would definitely go on the road. It just depends on my life at that time and how hard I'm going to get to these next levels. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind being a radio DJ neither, but I just don't think. That's something I want to be marginalizing, you know what I mean? Like, salute Cosmic Kevin, all of them. And they do events too, but I just would like to be on a bigger scale. I would like to take my shit all the way above and beyond if if I'm going to do DJing forever. I want everybody to know who DJ T Nasty is. Like, everybody know who DJ Drama is. Everybody know who DJ Khaled is. You know what I'm saying? DJ Clue, Who Kid, all of them guys, like, you're going to know my name everywhere. Not just on the East Coast, on the West, too. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe even overseas. That's how I'm trying to be. But if I had to keep it on a smaller scale because, you know, my daughter might not be of age to where I could do that and I miss my opportunity, I would just like to be like a lounge DJ, man. And events like, you know, like the Marty Smalls and stuff like that, I would like to do them. But I just want that to be my consistent shit. Like, no more house parties, no baby showers, like bigger events, man. Like, I do birthday parties, but at a hall where it's nice, you know what I mean, laid out. Shit like that, man. That's what I want to do. I would do that all the time. Last question before we get out of here. Let's put a time frame on it. It's 2019. Yeah. So, where do you see yourself with this DJing thing this time next year? Uh, I would just say, mm, mm, it's kind of hard to answer that because you know I got another job. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I just no, kind of want to see like well. where you, well, like, in like head, in your head, where in my head, next year I would be that lounge DJ. Cause it's not hard to get there. It's just networking and. Putting in your time, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all. I would say through the summer or whatever, through this year, I would be a consistent DJ on the weekend, every Saturday or Sunday or something. I'm still playing. Mm -hmm. And then when I get back laid off, I want to get into one of them lounges or something. 
I'm gonna be in there. I mean, that's what I think. That's what I think I'm gonna be at next year, cause that's what I'm pushing for. I just had different steps. I was trying to do things in order. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Cause I could have really went for a blast and did that shit right now, but I didn't, cause I had other things I felt was a little bit more important. Mm, had to take care of. That's understandable. Yeah, that's Everybody know. You know. But I always kept my sword sharp. Just so, in case. Yep. Mm-hmm. Before we get out here, you want to say anything? Like any advice you want to give to any other DJs or anybody in music? Just keep doing your thing, man. Don't let nobody discourage you or you'll be in a hiatus like I was. Don't let them discourage you on anything. If you believe in yourself, man, just keep going and doing it, man. If you love it, keep doing it. Music is a beautiful thing all the way around in every genre, even if I don't fuck with some of them. You know what I mean? That's, that's it, man. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy it while you're doing it. Don't make it a job. That's what it ain't fun. That's most important. Don't make it a job. Well, all right. We're going to get out of here. I appreciate you. T-Nasty. Thanks for having you. See you all next time. Peace.